Cooper. Okay, I can either the needs of the few outweigh the needs of the many, or is it the other way? <laughs> it's the other way around. Oh, <laughs> the needs bad. of the many outweigh my the needs bad, of the few. With my that bad. being said, let's go ahead and get this shit started. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's the Storm Podcast. You already know we got an interview with my boy Cafaro. I'm here with the boys. Oh, it's me? Yeah, oh, nigga. Man. I was gonna slide it. Well, you know you got the C. Introduce yourself. You know who it is. <laughs> C two, aka double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it, it is I Vermillion as always. What's good? Yeah, sorry, I'm C three, aka triple. <laughs> we lit. <laughs> we out here, man. It's been a minute. We've been trying to get this interview in for a little bit of time now. I'm glad we finally getting it lit. Both of us have been, or the, all of us have been off a little bit. We will schedule it. You can't make it. Then I will schedule. It, then we can't make it, and some shit happened. But we finally got this bitch in, and I'm excited, man. Yes, Heck sir. Yeah. It, this is gonna be some fun ass shit. We've we've known you for a little bit, but we not Just like, like we not like best friends. So it's gonna be it's gonna be good to get to know you a little nah, bit more. Yeah, get yeah. get to learn. Get We're to not, learn a little bit. Yes, best yes. Friend. Excited. I mean, we we not best no, friends, just, but we cool. Just, we you cool. made it. You made it clear. Fast, bro. Fast. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't have many friends. You feel me? Uh, I don't have any friends. I get it. Me. Sorry, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. You don't oh, really man. fuck with me. I walk out now. <laughs> I mean. You know where the door's at. Yeah. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. It's a vibe. Cut him a paycheck first. Yeah, you feel me? I always yeah. got to get that last check. But nah, man, what, what, what you been on? What your life been like? How, how have things been moving for you, sir? Yo, I'm, uh, I'm good, for real. Uh, you know, I'm out here just creating, doing the photography. Uh, Kifeto Flakes. Kifeto is my name. Kifeto Flakes is the photography, uh, videography shit that I do. Business, right? Shit that I do. So wait, let me ask. Where did you get that name? Because that's not your government. Name. I was just about to. Nah, say. Nah, it's not. Um, Kifeto. So basically, my middle name is Keith, which mm-hmm. is my dad's name, and uh, I don't really have much of a connection with my dad. So you know what I'm saying? Saying that name often, it's, it just you know. I rub on. So yeah, I kind of just took that and mixed it with like my last name of Talaferro. And uh, so wait, kinda, let me ask you a question. Yeah. I don't mean to cut you off. No, but you are. <laughs> so when you sent me an email and your name was chris talafia does your dad happen to be an alderman no so it's something of like that in my family like that the talaferos i actually just found out about that like last year okay, from weird. my sister but the thing is i don't talk to the talaferos like yeah. my family yeah. on that side so i know that there was like a thing where like they removed the a but I, I really don't oh, know word. the story behind everything, so I don't know if I'm, like, officially related to Got that it. alderman as well. Um, but, yeah, I see his name. Yeah. I be rapping my shit like, eee, look, that's my... I not, did some graphic design always. for him a couple of years back. Really? Like, yeah, I did, like, his flyers for when he was running for alderman. Mm-hmm. My dad knows him, so... That's crazy. And I'm a little into graphic design, so he hired me to do some graphic design for him. That's so when awesome. I saw your name, it, like... I was like, wait, that's he has royal blood. Yeah, yeah, he he got royal blood. You feel me? And I had never saw that name anywhere. So when I first saw that, I was like, yo, I gotta be related to this dude. Like, he might be my daddy. Nah, Nah, that's lit though. That's lit. I fuck with the name Cafeto. That's hard. Thank you. Everybody got to come up with a cool stage name. Yeah, yeah. When you're you like the into the bit. rapping and shit. Do you scoot your mic up a little bit? I just I just mm-hmm. want to make sure the people are hearing you clearly. Who me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Turn gain a little bit oh, yeah. Too. Turn it in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. We good. You good. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. I was about to say something. Actually, my 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 first artist name used to be Kid Freshco. Kid Fresh. That's actually really. Yeah, you know. I that saw that really on your hard. 2014 tape. 
What was that? What was it called? Um, so we had we had a couple. So Prime Supremacy, um, Mr. Fashodi. That that's the one. That's yeah. hard. That's the one on Apple Music. Yeah, Kid Fresco, Kid Fresco, baby. That's pretty cool. <laughs> how long have you been making music? Just since like I was like sixteen. Damn, and how old are you yeah. now? Uh, twenty-seven. Okay, so yeah. damn, you've been making music for like a long time, yeah, long time. Years out here. Thought you Fuck. were eighteen. Right, you know what I'm saying. I, you know, <laughs> I shaved, make it look small. Keep it clean. Keep, keep it clean. young. Nah, nah, I gotta keep the beard out. Here. Yeah, you feel me. If yeah. I cut my beard, I look twelve. Yeah, man. I honestly, my barber was telling me like, yeah, man, keep, keep your beard, grow it out. But I, don't, you know what I'm saying. Niggas just trying to look young out here, bro. Can you grow a full, a full huh? beard? Can I grow a full one? I think so. Heck yeah. My oh. dad had a full beard, so I definitely feel like I could, but I never have tried. Okay. And you should know. give it a shot, bro. You should give it a shot. You, I, I just, I, I be breaking out, bro. Oh, I think that too is just like all the hairs and you got to get I'm a skincare routine. In. I don't have one, but I know I should probably have one. <laughs> okay. I know I'm supposed to. You feel me? Oh, I'm supposed therapy. to. I'm supposed right. to have one, so that way I don't get bumps right. and shit. But you know, I just wash it with my face wash. Use the same face uh, wash. No, 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 no. Let me put you on. Okay, put, put, me on put me on game. Put me on game. I have put me on game. First, you got to get the, the facial wash. Right. Okay. Me, personally, I use a uh, kale, spinach, and like some green combination. All natural face Ooh, wash. Okay. You, you hit that. Then I have this um, 2% like, milk? I don't know if it's BH. What? 2% milk? <laughs> no, no, no. No, okay, my bad. Keep going. <laughs> That's the wrong uh, routine. But yeah, you get this like 2% acid. Not real acid, but like uh, an Deep acid seal. that like, yeah, it like closes your pores up. Mm. So you put that on the cotton mm. swab, rub that around your face, let that dry for a little bit. Yeah. And you come back and hit that with the moisturizer. Yeah. Because mm. the moisturizer is how you go out in public mm. and not get sun damage Talk on your skin. Exactly. Okay, word. Exactly. He's so after you put in. that on, you're good to go. Yeah. See, I need to get back on that because y'all remember I used to do my skincare videos. Yeah. Y'all, y'all remember I used to I be remember. on that shit. Out here. I used to be my Snapchat used to be busting. So you had like you, you got a little routine that you? Well, I didn't. My girl, she had she the she bought on. the Kylie. That's, you feel me? The Kylie, mm-hmm. and I was out there like, let, let me let me try that. Was, let, me, let me get in on that. I was going crazy on my skin was on beam team. <laughs> now I look trash, but back then I was glowing. He's wow. like, get that new Kylie. <laughs> Bro, she she needed to cut me a check. That's why I had to stop. You that feel me? Because because uh, I was getting her all these sales and she ain't never cut me no check. So much and sense. I was like, I'm sorry, Kylie. Like I fuck it's with you, with. but I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, it happened to me too. Is that why you didn't say no names and the shit? You're supposed to put me on, but you didn't actually put me on nothing. Oh yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Riri's got to cut the check before uh, <laughs> I start putting her stuff out there. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Nah, man. But uh, tell us a little bit about your music. Tell us, tell us some shit. Um, yeah, man. So it's been a long journey. So basically, everything starts with uh, Vice Versa, right? Uh, Vice Versa was a group of three of us. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, three of my homies. We just riding in uh, my homie's crib, and um, to me, it always was about like not like because at the time, you know. They weren't the greatest at writing, you know. So we was always trying to help each other out. And doing music can be very competitive, you know. So I think that that was a big thing for me. Um, Watching my brother, we had two different styles. He was, like, very hardcore rap, He, you know, trap type shit. And um, I was smoother. I wrote poems coming in to, like, music and stuff like that. So it was uh, was just one of those things where, like, I just wanted the, the name to be something where it's, like, we equal, you know, we always trying to 
build each other up. Yeah. No one's greater than each other. So that's where Vice Versa came from. Um, from there, you know, we all did music videos. We have, like, old videos, Don't Stop. Like, you could really see how, like, we looked when we were younger. And mm-hmm. it was it was very interesting. Uh, quite embarrassing for me. <laughs> but I, I, at the same time, I like, like, I just watched it yesterday with a couple of my old buddies. But um, it was it was dope, bro. Um, just kind of progressing through it. I hadn't even touched the camera yet or nothing. So, like, I was strictly just making music. I was going, recording over off of, uh, actually, at Music Garage. Oh, where true. Where K-Sound is yeah. and stuff. And um, I was going to this dude named Chris Barnett. Dope. He, you know, kind of grew. He did stuff for, like, Lil Pump. He has a studio now on, like, uh, Michigan. And uh, yeah. Price is just, for me, that it was just so much, you know. It was hard oh, to yeah. always pay for studio time and stuff. So. That should be getting tough. For real. Yeah. Studio time can get expensive, too. Busting our ass, bro. Man, that should be crazy. It's always good to find a uh, a nice price studio. I'm not a rapper myself, but I've managed a couple rappers before. And studio time can be an issue when niggas are charging like $100 for a studio session. That shit gets tough. Yeah, 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 for real. And it's like, you know, I came to understand like everybody need to eat. Everybody has to make their bread. 100%. And it's cool, but I, I just had to find a new route. Yeah. And so that was just, it was always, it always felt like it was always strides and then backpedaling. But at yeah. the same time, like, Chris Burnett helped me uh, get, like, my studio, help put, like, Pro Tools and stuff on. And uh, so that really started me just, like, working from home, being able to, like, get into entrepreneuring and shit like that, trying to do recording sessions out the crib. And, like, that was cool. But, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it's only so much I can do when it's yeah, at my sure. crib. Right. You know, so it's always uh, these little barriers just trying to get through. So where you record now? You record with K-Sound, correct? Uh, so I get mixed by K-Sound. Okay, I still right. like to record by myself just because of, like, like it's so interesting, man. Like, when I go to K-Sound or any engineer, um, I get anxious in the studio. Because, uh, yeah, I've, I've seen. You know? Like, yeah. I'm so used to recording myself and being able to take this time to redo right. these little parts or stacks that yeah. like I don't want to always be like can we can we do like four stacks on just this one part and then we can move? you know what I'm saying so it'd be like it'd be feeling like damn like I don't like to record at with other people unless it's like niggas just got the whole studio yeah. in that mug yeah, 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 chilling yeah. like so, just my people's you know yeah, that type of like the, the little camp thing that we just did that was that was like awesome to have but even then it was moments of anxiousness when I'm not like fully prepared and I've always been that way like when I write I have to be fully prepared with yeah, writing I, I feel you you're not like a freestyler type of guy I don't like to but I, I like recently just with some of the new songs and even the growing pains like some tracks off there were more like um I wouldn't say freestyling but like I won't completely like stop and write, yeah, you know, yeah. like Free I'll, I'll style, but not freestyle. I'll Free start recording, and now I'll play. I'll make some sounds or something, and try to find the words. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's sometimes I'm I'm not just like just flowing and then just being like, yeah, say that shit. Let's get it. Yeah, no, I feel that. We got a homie, uh, his name is Saint Boulevard, and he calls that free of style. Yeah. So, like, freestyle is when you, like, off just straight off the dome. Yeah. Free of style is when there's not, like, you don't have something written or a, like, solid theme Mm -hmm. or theme or style of the song, and you, like, 
you know, kind of off the dome a Actually little bit, write a little bit, and like piece okay. it together. So that's why we call that shit free of style. Yeah. Hmm. Shout out to my nigga Saint. That's that's the shout best. out Saint, bro. Yeah. You see, not true. <laughs> nah, that's a cool ass nigga. But I remember. So the reason that I even got into your music at the first in the first place was we were doing that uh, production for yeah. Canvas. We were doing that shit, which was super fun when they did their um what production the live. The live production. Oh, yeah. The yeah, first yeah, one yeah, that they did. Yeah, the one. first live production. We weren't at the second one. But the first live production that they did, and we were like stagehands almost. Mm-hmm. And during like one of the down times or whatever where we weren't, you know, everybody was just kicking it. I think you had got on the speakers and started yeah. playing your music. I you trying to do that. Yeah, no. Nah, and it, <laughs> it worked. Like, that shit worked. Because I was sitting in that bitch and I was like, hey, this shit is slide. Like, this shit is. Yeah. And I asked, I think I asked Bakker or somebody. I was Mother like. just watching this nigga like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, you got me. Like, you definitely, that shit worked. Because I was like, I was like, hey, Millie, you know the song? He was like, nah, nah, nah. nah. I, was, I was Baka like, what? What's this song called? Who's on the Ox? He was like, I think, I think Confero, this is Confero song. I'm just looking at him like. And I was like, yo, <laughs> this you, nigga? You were, yeah, bro. Yeah, nah, this shit, that, that, that's I definitely remember and that. And it, it worked. And the next <laughs> day, I literally went home so awesome. and found your growing pain shit and listened to, well, I ain't listened to the whole thing like that night because that's the belong ass shit. Y'all hear that? <laughs> I ain't listened to it that night. I went back and listened. I, I've listened to the whole thing, but that nah, first night. way too long, bro. That's like what? Like four hours <laughs> of music? It's like yeah. two hours, yeah. 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 I listened to like half of it and I was like, oh, this is snapping right yeah. now. This shit is crazy. And it's a collective of like a lot of artists on Yeah, that. there were a lot of people on yeah. there too. Baby was my favorite song over there, bitch. Yeah, hmm. my nigga. That, that so, what crazy. made you decide to put so many songs on one project? So, like I said, bro, Vice Versa started as like three homies in a, in a room. Like, you know, I never, grown up, like, I watched my brother get into music. You know, like, I was, I was in the hoop and I wanted to be a basketball player. Really? Notice that, like, it was always certain dreams that just, like, faded. I, first, I used to dance, and then I stopped dancing. Because all my friends just grew, like, Past fucking moved and yeah. shit. And then um, got into basketball. Just after a while, I'm just like, this is not... It's, I don't feel enough, like, passion, passion for it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And uh, then music was just there, bro. And, and I felt like my brother really put me in... And showed me just like watching him do it, and uh, so what was that question you had to ask? Me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what made you decide to put so many uh, songs? Right, on the going back to that, right? So like, <laughs> that just my point so of I watched my brother like he put me that. on he put me on like connecting with people so much, and I grew up like the whole vice versa started because of collaboration. That I just think that that's naturally where I. I like find satisfaction in music is like the collab and you know like I like to make music for myself and and that's cool um I have a lot of single songs but I I feel like I usually make collaborations like even with my girl you know like it's it's just something that we that snippet you put on your story yesterday was cold as fuck or Mm -hmm. was that yesterday two days ago Mm -hmm. of her song regular I, I, Probably. I didn't know the name yeah, of it, yeah. but you put a snippet yeah. above it, and I was like, oh, damn, this Lessons, bitch good bro. Thank you so much. Yeah, man, and so I I just feel like I'm, I'm always in that, and that bugs me sometimes, bro. Like, I I be telling myself, like, man, why don't I, I need to get a project of just, like, just me, just straight, you know what I'm saying? No no features, no nothing. But So I, how how did you meet your girl? You bet, like, like being artists together, like at some function or something like uh, that? Or? High school, actually. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we, I knew her from Dennis high school. Vibe. Yeah, from freshman year, and uh, when I moved to, uh, I went to Glenbar North, 
and that's out in uh, the we, Burbs. We used to whoop y'all ass and everything. Mm, I doubt it. We, I went to Oak Park, so yeah, no, we did. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to defend for these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Love it, yeah. And um, she was, yeah, yeah, she met her in uh, freshman year. We started talking a little bit, but then uh, stopped, and then we got back together after high school. And uh, yeah, from there, it's, you know, she's just, she's always been just a cool friend. And uh, just kind of growing that bond of of creating really uh, created a r- real good foundation for us. Now that we like have a kid and have a family and still trying to be like doing some artist and entrepreneurship. Cool. So I think that that's what's really cool about like me and Madi. That's dope as fuck. Yeah. And she makes music. And does she also take pictures? Or she does. She does a little bit of everything. Uh, she makes music she uh she does cover arts right now so like uh, oh yeah the splendid yeah yeah splendid she did she did k sound just dropped a new uh song um her first song out and Madi did that cover art my homie lingo i like really i'm really excited to see like because i'm like dang like she's never been into like photoshop or you know just so seeing her really in it and seeing a new like that's raw inspiration and yeah, new, like new fucking passion talent and coming. Yeah. yeah, it's so dope, bro. That's cool as fuck, yeah. man. That's good to hear. That's nice, man. Yeah, hell yeah. That shit is dope Thanks. as hell. And you said you guys got a son. How how old is your son? Yeah, so Kaleo, uh, his he's he just turned two in February. Just turned two, but like, man, the man's a genius. I, <laughs> I really feel like it. Like, I feel like the kids now that are coming up. Like, I even saw like Kalani, her baby. Oh yeah, you know, and she was asking her questions and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. Reminds me of like. I feel like they're really smart. Like Kaleo's known as planets and all just sorts of stuff. Like, planets, planets, wow. planets, bro. You get like, jump start. Venus, Mercury. He knows. Nigga, do you bro, know how the planets, Millie? No, Nigga, exactly. Do you know that there's two suns after our sun. I, I didn't know that, bro. Two big, gigantic, stupid suns after, and I don't know. Wow. That shit was crazy to see. Like that's wow. dope as fuck. And a lot of that comes from the internet too. Like the, the fact that they, like we got the internet. Later, not later in our lives, but we got it like when we were 10, 12, and type even shit. the yeah. age of the internet, right? Yeah, the progressiveness of like where the internet was. Yeah, for our, at our age yeah the internet to, was so trash back man. then. Man, the internet was, was not so that lit. Trash. Like, like I still have like the the I had a you know on old desktop Macintosh computers, yeah, but like the green, like it used to be like green letters i know what you're talking about yeah oregon trail yeah oh, like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit used to kind of like make me scared of computers and i didn't want to go into technology because i was like bro i don't know how i'll work that shit yeah, bro technology used to not be easy to work mm-hmm. like we used to have to take computer classes yep. when we were in elementary school and shit and they would be like you got to do this if you want to get to this program blah 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 now anyone can use it a two-year-old can yeah. hop on and literally go anywhere they want to go because it's just easy. Like the internet, and there's so much more shit they can do. They can spell crazy. things wrong. Spell correct was not a thing when we yeah. were young. Bro, if would, you couldn't spell, you can't some, use a computer. Something correct, no, it's not there. We have no clue what you're talking about. No, no, <laughs> did you mean? No, none of that. It was over it was, with. It was over with. So you do used you to get on a computer and be trash? Did you give your son a smartphone yet, or no, no, no? He um he gets he uses our phones, but okay. he we have a smart TV. But, like, mm-hmm. what's funny about him is, like, he doesn't like, like, <clears throat> like, for he had little stages. He liked Moana for a little bit. But now he literally just goes to YouTube and only does learning, like, things. On, like, 
he he knows all his colors. He was doing uh, vegetables. He he likes to dance in vegetables. He dances with them. And then now it was planets and it was something else that was that was very interesting. Uh, he knows some dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. I was trying to get dinosaurs. him into that though because I saw like a kid. Yeah. A while yeah, back, like saying big dinosaurs. <laughs> or you know what? My wife and kids. Y'all ever used to watch oh, that? Oh, what nigga? Of course. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was my hey, shit. Bro. <laughs> yes. My wife and kids. Yes. Bro, I that always, was my show. Exactly. The little, the little. Yeah, the little nerdy kid. Bro, yeah. I always wrote it that little nigga. Franklin. 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 Yeah. Bro. <laughs> oh, so you were my no, wife and kids? I'm avid. My wife. See, I thought I was one of the only niggas that like really fucked with that shit at our age. Because I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have cable. Yeah. So the U was where I used to. Oh my show yes. my wife king and kids queen. king of, yes. king of queens <laughs> yes. that was my bag nigga oh, late. so funny that was yeah. my shit no, yeah, the internet man. yeah nah <laughs> tv the internet all that shit has come a long way so if you play the little coco melon theme song he gonna come running exactly you know oh, wow. yeah you know Certain man it's, it's so about coco melon and little kids if you play that shit it's like <laughs> It's like a beacon to this, like a dog whistle. If dog you play whistle. that little Coco Melon, they will sprint <laughs> anywhere, nigga. Man. Nah, that shit is different. Man. It's like it's like if I hear if you're on Metro, don't trust you. Oh, you know, you gonna walk into the room like, hey, what, what's this? What's, what's this? <laughs> what's playing? Well, yeah, and you hear the beat start. Exactly, <laughs> so that's you, what that shit is. You plan on having more kids? So, I, man, I, I want a, a girl. Really? I already know My her name nigga. and everything, bro. See, a lot of a lot of dudes are scared of having girls. No, yeah, I, I said I'm completely cool with this. I, I, see, I, have I didn't say you. For, the fact uh, that you jumped on it so quick. Uh, <laughs> hey, bro. I want the boy though. for it. It's funny, man. I wanted a girl at first. I'm so glad I got a boy. See? I, I'm so glad <laughs> I got valid, a boy first, that's bro. That's My reasoning is valid. For real, though. But I, So I understand. like, But, yeah, I her name will be Zolani, bro. I'm already putting Zolani. that out there. That's hard. Yeah, my little Zolani. She gonna be coming soon. Not, not really. Not really. <laughs> Maybe. You, you don't know. We straight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we straight right you now. Look at you <laughs> no, no, I would No, to be honest, like I wouldn't mind. Like I wouldn't mind like Kaleo having a, another sibling. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, because siblings are lit. For real. Yeah, you were talking about your brother and how much he inspired exactly. you. Exactly. And I couldn't really imagine what my life would be like without my... I have two younger brothers. Really? So, like, I can't really imagine what my life would be like without my brother. So, yeah. I, I definitely want my kids... I don't have kids now, but I definitely want my kids to have siblings, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I feel that, bro. I'm... Yeah, man. <laughs> Some of them things. But, yeah, man, it was it, it was interesting. Even just all of... With Kaleo, even... Um, in fact, he was a he was a water birth too. So I, I think know that that's, what that means. A water birth is uh not, so like not being on a table and oh, being yeah. oh like in, na- like natural like she, in the bathtub yes, type shit in, exactly okay yeah yeah gotcha, yeah gotcha. he he was born in a in, in the bathroom in the bathtub and uh I want to do that again I want to constant you know so I gotta that just make sure so that what, that you were like done. a part of it because I know a yeah. lot see that sounds Heck terrifying yeah. I couldn't do that you know what I would be so scared I would fuck something up. I feel that. Like, that's no, my I'm, bag. I'm playing my shit role. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah. what What needs to happen? <laughs> See, no, I'll be prepared <laughs> if I need to, but I don't want to be like, hey, I need you to, like, let, let, I'm going to be like, oh, okay, like, let's get it done, <laughs> but I'm not going to be the nigga who's like, all right, I, this is what I want to do right now. I want to be the nigga to catch the baby. Catch, no. Catch. Because that's, that's what you do. You was, catch the baby. Was there a midwife there or was it just you? Yeah, it was a midwife. Yeah. It, was, it was actually over here in Oak Park. Oh. At uh the mid midwestern, oh you're West talking suburban. about West suburban, yeah, yeah, oh. awesome. Like real talk, I, th- I I recommend 
just in general, if anybody ever, you know, has a birth. Just for me, I don't like blood, bro. Like, yeah, that's at all. Shit. That's not my I shit. don't like blood at all, man. So <laughs> I guess it's different when it's your kid. <laughs> no, it's, oh, no, no, it's, no, not, it's not, bro. Because you know what? <laughs> I just, I just the, in, in general, like just incisions or like cutting, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. Like, so what I do with the water birth, it allowed the, the blood to kind of like be dissolved yeah. in the water. So it doesn't look so like bloody, bloody you yeah. know, yeah. interesting. That makes so much sense. So it wasn't as like cringing to watch. Like, and, uh, I, just, I think it's better for the woman, too. I, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, it like, is. Yeah, it's just a bunch of health benefits. Yeah. Like both. even the way they sit and lay. So, yeah, it was it was really dope. Huh. Yeah. That's it good to cool. hear. Interesting. Something to think about. Yeah. Definitely. That's lit. See, like, this is why I like the way that we do our interviews, because this is a fun-ass conversation for me. Niggas is really talking about, I'm learning so much right now. I'll be learning some shit. Y'all, you had a question. Go ahead. Oh, it's unrelated to childbirth, but when I look at you. Childbirth-related questions only, my nigga. I'm I'm sorry. sorry. But I feel like I get a lot of, like, Andre 3000 vibes from from you specifically. Is he one of your inspirations? (laughs) I definitely like Andre 3000, bro. Um, that's interesting, bro, that you just said that. My friend Lingo just played a song from him yesterday. And I feel like the funny thing about Andre is he's like the type of dude that like, like I feel like I'm super inspired off of him because of like the mystery about him. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, and how like he doesn't have to constantly be in the face of people or, but when he has a verse, it's like, that nigga's on the song again, yeah. you know. So like, it's it's very interesting, man. I, um, I but I I can't say that I've ever like dove super deep into Andre Three Thousand. Like, really? Yeah, I love a, a couple songs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Baby Blue or something like that. Baby Baby like Blue. That. I'm not sure. It's like Baby Blue or Pink. I don't know. Whatever. But um, oh, oh. tweaking. Not a Andre Three Thousand <laughs> fast that much. But I do love him. I do I do love like I fucks with him, bro. But I can't say that I. I like listen to this album or anything. Okay. So what's like your inspirations type shit? One of my biggest favorite artists right now is Smino. Smino and Monty nigga. Booker. Yeah. yeah. Smino's the GOAT. But I feel like even him is somebody that's like inspired by Andre 3000. Yeah. I feel like sure. everybody more or less is either inspired by Andre mm-hmm. 3000 or inspired by someone who was inspired yeah, by Andre no, that 3000. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's like a big thing in hip hop right now because he's yeah. such... He, he's, he's arguably God. the best. I don't know if I'd say he's God. He's God. But yeah, he's uh, top dog. Yeah. Three stacks, top dog. Come on. Bro, you just saying that. I'm sorry. I had I had saw this thing that I just wanted to. Did y'all see the new Nas shoe? No. no. Oh, the no. Lil Nas X shoe. Yeah, bro. I did see that. Oh, the what y'all think video? So, I, no. I just saw that literally. I was sitting in the car before I walked in here before this interview, and I just saw that. Um, it was interesting. It was interesting. I'm not gonna buy them. Right, uh, right. That's me personally. Well, I probably couldn't afford them even if I did want right. to buy them. But <laughs> it's it's very interesting. Um, it depends on who you are. And let's let's break it down so everybody yeah, understands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm tweaking. No, no. So basically, Lil Nas is dropping a shoe. It's it's not directly through Nike, but it's through um something with the M. Can't remember who. Yeah, it yeah. But um, it's. It's a very Satan-y shoe. Yeah, basically it's a... It's a devil shoe. Yeah. It's called Satan I think that's shoe. what it's called, right? Yeah. Satan I'm shoe. looking at her right... Yeah. And, and, you know, at first when I saw the... Wait, no, bike. this is hard. I mean, yeah, it's hard. This is hard. That's hard. I 
I feel you. It's got, but oh, see, here's the it's thing. It's an Air Max. It's an Air Max. Exactly. Even that too. Uh, Air Max and Nike I'm trying Club. to figure out. Which I don't know if one. that's an actual shoe, but really? that, that looks nah, different bro. than the one I just saw. Oh. But. If this is it, no, I'm, that's the. Oh shoe, no, that's bro. it. That's it. That's yeah, the no, no. Shoe. I saw it from the top. Maxes. I saw it from the top. Yeah, there. It's a, but it's a. They collab. look comfortable. I bet, bro. They, they. <laughs> so just a couple Walking interesting things hands. that I, they they have on it or that it said was just like that it had a drop of blood. In it, the I, that's what I was about to say. Every um, shoe has a drop of human blood in it, and then it has like it's only six hundred and sixty six pair, right? And the price of each pair is ten eighteen, which is Luke ten eighteen. So it's mocking God, flat out. Now I thought, I thought when I saw it because I just saw it this morning. Yeah, I just saw it literally. You know, thirty and, minutes. And ago. I thought I'm like maybe it's just like some meme type shit. People just you know puts together yeah. type stuff. Yeah. But then like one of my friends like the post that she. Like, it was a homie that she gave me my couch. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I... And she lives in California, and... She gave you California moved California? different. No, no, when she was moving out to California. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, damn. Neither here nor there, but... Oh, that must be a nice too, couch. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, she, um... She was just posting about it, and I, I just thought it was interesting that she, she you know, was talking to... And what did she say? Uh, fuck. What was I about to say, bro? You were talking about the scripture. Yeah, the ten eighteen Luke. Are are you a religious person? You know, I believe in God. I'm, I'm a Christian. I, I yeah, Christian. I believe in in Jesus. So, are you offended by by that? Um, I know you're offended. What, no. I'm not offended. Really. <laughs> or, no, what? I'm not saying that I am. Or so when I come here to talk on the podcast, um, I try to talk from multiple perspectives. Yeah. Right. And when it comes to religion within myself, I also have multiple perspectives. Yeah. So I'm not offended by it. Uh, I'm not really offended by anything anyone does. It doesn't affect me specifically. You feel me? I mean, you throw a drink in my face and get offended. But if you throw a drink in someone else's face, I don't give a fuck. Um, so when it comes to the shoe, I don't, I'm not offended by it. I just think it's a very interesting thing that that's acceptable now and i'm not saying i do or don't accept it myself i mean i'm not gonna buy them probably couldn't even if i wanted to but it's just interesting where the culture has taken a change and i also read what he said about the shoe which made me feel a little bit different um but he said well he didn't say it about the shoe but he said it about his new music video and how he felt um and it was something along the lines of and I don't know if he was saying it specifically in regards to the shoe or to Christians, but he was talking about how a lot of people in, I think he did say a lot of Christians, but a lot of people in his life made him hate himself mm. about like, you know, he's gay. And a lot of people made him hate himself because he was gay and they were telling him all these bad things were going to happen, blah, blah, blah. And he said, I want you guys to be mad. Like I'm doing this to make you guys mad. So y'all feel the same way I felt about myself. Cause y'all made me mad at myself for being who I am. So if this bothers you, then you be mad because I, y'all made me mad at myself. So if you have that, all that hate for me, you're going to, you're the one holding the hate. Cause I'm not going to hold that hate anymore. You know, the, uh, you know what I found out about Satanism? You're not praising Satan. You're praising yourself. Like, you're, like, where you They're worship. Different. They're different. No, no, no. I'm, I promise you, like, Satanism is about praising yourself. No, it's I know, not but a, there's and, different. No, like, and, yeah. and you're right. Yeah. You're completely right. You're not, you're not right. praising Lucifer in it. You're praising yourself. But the thing is, I, I think the thing is, 
put it like this. Uh, if you look up this thing called Truth May Scare You, episode, what, 31, right? I always bring that one up because this dude breaks down this understanding that really connects a lot of dots for me that I never saw. Like, he said, 99%, like, basically, Lucifer doesn't want you to believe that he's real. He doesn't want you to believe that his age, like, that he's real. And in a sense, what's funny about that is, like, how do you saturate something? You, like, put it directly in somebody's face. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. so I, I find that super interesting where you're right, where, like, a part of Satanism, they do have people that worship completely themselves. And when they when they talk about it, that's what they're, they're they say that their religion is. Like, I, I, I see myself as a god. Even going down to, like, if you think about it for a while, that's what Kanye West was doing. Yeah, I oh, am yeah. a guy, and he even said it in his newer stuff. Yeah, where I, I he was worshiping, you know, he was he was pushing that same uh, uh, doctrine, you know. And I, I think that that it, it definitely comes back to like levels, like what he's saying. Also, where like there are Satanisms that, yeah, as long as you're not worshiping God, the Creator, that's all I care about. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So if I can steer you from not worshiping God, that that and that's what I see out of it. And I and I feel like it's certain levels that people literally they do do the sacrifices and they do because yeah. in the sense like, bro, this shit was in the Bible. Yeah. Like that's what I love about the Bible. Like people can call, you know, shit fake or whatever. And I know we get into religion and get touchy, yeah. but it, it makes it makes conversation it's an interesting, interesting conversation, yeah. you know? It makes it real and human. And uh but yeah, yeah, I I like the reality of the Bible. The craziness that that God does allow people to like sit, go through, and all of us experience, and then we get to read about it, and it's like we just don't understand how like much everything literally steers from the Bible. Every time a concept, every everything about holidays, right, always tries to like erase uh, only Christianity. Easter, you get the Easter Bunny. Uh, Christmas, you get like. Every single, everything else, Hanukkah, everything else, they get their own things. Um, but, but they're trying to take the connotation of like exactly, God away from exactly. most of the holidays, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like with the shoe, that is, like that in itself, that explanation is Satanism. Like that, that in a way is Satanism. Exactly. Like, I'm gonna make you angry because you disturbed me. Right. That is like, and I am I am not someone who is to be disturbed, and that is mm-hmm. like. That is you putting yourself at a higher regard than someone else. Yeah, he. That's, that's something, interesting to yeah. see that. That that. Wow. I also did misquote it. Now that I'm remembering, it, he also did add a part where he was doing it for himself and other people who feel the same way. But I, it's still the same theory. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. That yeah. all aligns in itself. Yeah, no, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can understand where he's coming from. Like, you made me feel <clears throat> some type of way, but like, that's still like you're doing this for this. Yeah, like you can try and like cut it in a different direction, but that is Satanism. Did y'all I see like, the video too? I yeah, no, I didn't video. see the video. I and video. I, I think that's what I like. The video to me is what made me like really believe. Like, oh yeah, this nigga is definitely doing this shit. Like, cause the video just it was just too much. Like in your face. Yeah. Like that <laughs> shit was just. It really, I, 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 yeah. So, do you support him? No, nah, bro. I, I'm, I, I'm not about to support that. I'm not going to support Satanism. Yeah. I'm all for you being gay. Like you could live your right. life. Right. Yeah, no, and I'm, and I think what's interesting is like, put it like this: like Lucifer, he divide and conquer. Like that's what you do, right? So if I can put this like topic like 
um, women's rights, uh, all these it literally it, it's so consistent. Racism, Asian hate, like all these little um, problems that we have in a community, like all of this comes from spiritual warfare. You know what I'm saying? And and sometimes we're not able to grasp that. But even coming back to like the Lil Nas and the the being gay and uh, gays, like what's funny is the rainbow was a covenant of God. Like we see a rainbow because it was a covenant from God. You know, it was promised that God wouldn't flood. And don't get me wrong, I'm not like a. I read all sorts of scriptures. I've been yeah. I've gone to church so much that like. It's just the things that have just stuck with me, you know, yeah. certain, I don't even know the scripture, but it's just like the story kind of stuck with me type deal. So like, if you mind me asking, like, this is going to be a kind of an off-brand kind of, yeah. like, where's your family from? Like, where, where do you like consider yourself from? Are you like Midwestern? East, yeah. Like far from the East? No, we're, we're Midwestern. My, we're from Chicago. Uh, my family business is actually Uncle Remus. Oh, that, shit, you hey, wait, 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 wait. That's my, my family with them too. Hold on, brother. <laughs> like, you, uh, wait, wait, what? Like you Chris? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like do you, Sarah Reed, and all of them. Like Uncle Jay. Uh, what? What's his? I'm trying to James Reed. So, like, do so you what's know all interesting is you possibly now. My <laughs> the thing is my like we gotta even the, my my mom's side of the family. This is my mom's dad's side. Yeah, that is the Uncle Remus side, and I don't. It's my mom's like kind of stepdad. Mm. So oh. it's it's. It's the guy that's always been in our life, like my my grandpa Pete. Yeah. But I didn't ever get to like really gro- know that, yeah. so much. It's yeah, like a lot that's of family crazy because like I would be right on the other side, and <laughs> like I would be right on can the I other ask, side. Well, Uncle Remus, did you guys like? Because there's one out south. There's one uh, that used to be in. I'm trying to. I don't remember the exact look. It's like the one Madison on, and yeah, Central. On, yeah, Madison and Central. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally like I go in there and they know me. Yeah, like it's, it's, yeah. That's Auntie Charmaine weird. used to live above. Charmaine, that's one of my dad. My, so my dad is into like Nigga, we all family. They're just really, they're just really close friends. She's like a I very mean, close friend and business cool. partner. Of my dad, yeah, Charmaine Raquette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's yep. super cool. Anytime my dad has an event or whatever, she um helps. My dad runs the. Uh, Austin African American Business Networking Association, which is basically over by um Sankofa and all that shit. That's my dad, yeah. Um What's that school? Malcolm? Malcolm Mac Malcolm X? Well, he he's done shit out of Malcolm okay, X. Okay, okay. But like his name is also Malcolm, but he don't own uh, Malcolm X, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was saying Malcolm, you're like, what? Yeah, no, you said it. Right. I was like, I was like, what, what how did this nigga, right. I, I forgot I'm Malcolm Jr. Right. But I was like, how does this nigga know my dad? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this nigga might be cool with Chris Talafiero. <laughs> maybe. Nah, but yeah, That's nah. That's funny, man. So yeah, nah, I'm cool with all of them. Man, uh, the she she owns. Yeah. That's crazy. For real. It's crazy how we're the, the, the newer generation of, of all that. Yeah, know? no. That I was just talking to somebody about just how everybody is more or less connected, but like closer than we would think. Yes. And I just keep finding these connections accidentally on That's some shit funny. like that. Just because my dad knows fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. So everywhere I go, someone's like, oh, Malcolm Crawford, do you happen to know? And I'm like, yeah, no, that's my dad. Like, yeah, so that happens oh. everywhere I go. Actually, that's Vic, funny. you remember when we were at an event 
And uh, what it was one of my mom's event, and this lady was like, "Oh yeah, like I was, I had to tap in with Malcolm Crawford." And I was like, "Hi, I'm Malcolm Crawford Jr." <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Oh, whoa, it's crazy." That's I could great. tell she was about to talk shit too, but uh, <laughs> 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 it was it was about to get interesting. But nah, uh, I don't even remember how we got on this. I, it was just family, Uncle yeah, nah. church family. Yeah, yeah, yeah long ass. Uh, yeah, because I, I spend a lot of time in church as a child. So, like, yeah. sometimes certain things will hit me and it'll hit me right in, like, the religion. Mm-hmm. So, I'll be like, I'll be like, yo, I'll be like, yo, why is this not sitting right with me? And I'm sitting there and there's a lot of wills that were instilled in me that I don't even remember. Right. So, it'll, I'll be sitting there and, like, certain certain things will hit my ear and I'm like, mm, bullshit. And I'm like, I can't, I can't fuck with that. Like, it'll just hit my ear and it'll be like, oh, the religion. I was like, religion is tied right to that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't, you can't even It's buzz. interesting, bro. But I also think it's a filtering thing too, mm-hmm. you know, for, for me personally, like. I, I've been going through that because I, a lot of the majority of my life I was in the church heavy and I don't agree with every single ideal that they teach you. And one of the pieces of growing up and even with religion is. Religion does not have to be one way. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to believe everything that they told me in the church, because at the end of the day, even the church doesn't believe everything that the church used to believe. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like most churches, I think my pastor had been divorced and the Bible says don't divorce. So to a certain point, you do bring your own um, feelings and such into it and your own belief system Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day yes the bible does give you a moral compass but you can't turn off your own personal moral compass so if the bible says something is right or wrong where you personally feel otherwise um it a lot of people would just ignore one or the other side so they'll ignore either the completely okay the bible says this i disagree with this i guess i'm not christian at all or go with the side of the Bible says this, but I think this differently. I'm just going to completely throw my own mind. And neither of those feelings fully go away. So I think the real thing is trying to figure out how to get both of those ideals to exist in the same space together. Because uh, a lot of the time I grew up Christian. So as a young kid, I was like, yo, fuck anybody who's gay. But, and that's as a young age, you feel me? Not now or anything. But that's how the, ter- the church taught me. So niggas in second grade thinking gay people are just terrible. You feel me? But once you grow up, or I can't speak for anybody because some niggas still feel like that. And that's, that's on them. <laughs> but once you grow up, you learn, like, I don't agree with that because... Yeah. That's just kind of... That doesn't go with my own personal moral compass. Does that mean I'm not a Christian? No. But I, I fuck with yeah, gay and people. And it's like, not... And also, and I learned this through religion, it's not my job to correct anybody else's, like, anybody else's imperfections by by the Bible. For like, sure. it's not my job to do it. Facts. Like, if I, if I, if it was my job to do it, then I'm some sort of deity. And that's not my job. If it's my job to do it, I'm doing it really bad. You know yeah, if it's my job to do it, I'm ass. <laughs> I find what's interesting is, like, like even something like the little Nas, right? How... Th- our words only go so far, right? So yeah. we do an interview, and this is with anything. Dude, just literally racism. Like, I'm starting to get to the point where I feel like evil people or deities, they're like, yo, all right, we gonna, we going to feed them lies. Like, remember, like, if I am Satan, I'm the father of lies. So I have no problem lying to the media, in a sense. Like, there's certain aspects of, like, life, like, that we don't grasp when we're, like, in a sense, trying to be these, like, 
good, maybe having a, 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 a righteous mind, even if I don't believe in God. You might still be, you might not believe in God, but you, you just know that you're not trying to wake up and go kill a nigga today. You know what I'm saying? So in yeah. a sense, you have this righteous like pool on your soul, whether you know it or not, you know? And um, I, I, it's that to me that like lets me know like, if I can wake up every day and have this understanding of like, I don't want to go kill somebody today. There has to be a nigga out there that <laughs> Wait, so is, like, I do. <laughs> and, and there's a, a pulling tug on that. There's, there's the energy, you know? So I just, I never want to put it away. It's just, it's too many things that I feel like I've seen, experienced, um, that I just, I, Satanism is supposed to be like, this thing that it just even how we talk about it, where we like, man, I I, I get so passionate like what you were just saying because I, I like ah, oh, it's, it's it's such a fun topic at yeah. the same time. It's like right. so abnormal and unknown, you know. So we could talk about it all day because niggas almost don't talk about it. They avoid conversation, and that shit eats me alive. Just having small talk about shit that don't matter. Facts. Like it's not helping my soul. I don't know if you like. Are being uh, MK ultra by any symbolism because we not talking about it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It be those type of shits that be happening in movies where niggas see a ghost. Hey, I saw a ghost, but we ain't never even talked about a, a, a spiritual moment with each other. So niggas ain't gonna believe us. He don't nah, believe in ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> I'm right there. I'll be turning corners. Some be there in the dark, and I'll be like. I'm not entering the room. <laughs> I'm not going in there. I'm like, no. yo, something might be in this room. And on the off chance that there is something, I'm going the other way. I'm going to hit this light and make sure that there isn't anything no. in the room. Like, yeah, but ghosts is a whole different conversation. Yeah, and just deities, just in general. I just, I, I, I like uh, really diving into those conversations. I feel like even if we have uh, different perspectives, it really is helpful for us to like, yeah. And personally, I also believe, and I don't want to keep getting like crazy deep into this, but like, even if niggas have different perspectives, uh, and this gets kind of tough, but I don't really believe. How how do I know if there's even a right or wrong? Like, just because I believe it don't make anyone else wrong. Like, yeah, I feel this way, but if that nigga feels a different way, he feels I'm wrong and I feel he's wrong. How do we know who's You know what's interesting right? though? Something Dave Chappelle said, right? Dave Chappelle had this thing on Netflix. Oh, yeah, he real. And he brought up how that's our problem though, right? Yeah. And it's and that's kind of what I was about to touch on with the low nazis when people are emotionally tampering with us, right? Where I mean in that video you literally see this low nas, he ain't never came out this gay ever, <laughs> right? And the first time he does you having sex on a on on Satan, like literally just ride. But but I think he was saying fuck the devil. I'm playing. Go ahead. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's some good symbolism. That's if that's funny. what you read it, <laughs> like I think it was you know. But like seriously, it, I think that that was a, a, a it was a strong statement. It was a strong statement to one show so much. One, knowing how old he is, knowing who he actually appeals to, knowing how big, like, his Miley Cyrus song was, his first song. Like, he's a nigga that, like, he's at the forefront of of, of music for a lot of things, for pushing messages. Especially after that, it's really, I feel like this year, he set the bar for the satanic artists, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So I feel like now, satanic artists have to match that. and And they don't have to be, like, but even even I feel like Drake always does his little slights, you know. Drake, as weird as it goes, you know, I, I get into it. That, yeah. I, I, I get into it, but I yeah, yeah. I agree with what you said though about uh, 
that's kind of our problem because we live. I didn't even get like, to the yeah what Dave Chappelle said right. Yeah, we live in an era or an age where nobody's really invalidated anymore, and everybody's just right all the time. But People what makes you right? Makes us, but what makes you right and me wrong? And or what makes me right and you wrong? But I think that that it's it's those questions that make us. It, it almost gets us to the point like what he was, Dave Chappelle was saying was it's about better or worse, right? We we're so we're 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 willing to like uh, take a better or worse than understand good or bad or right or wrong. But and here, I, well, I don't mean to cut you no, off, but no. I'm cutting you off again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to that, if I'm coming to you and I believe that you're wrong and I believe that I'm right. If you actually are right and I actually am wrong, I'm never going to understand that if I'm walking into the situation with I'm right, he's wrong. So if I'm walking in here and I'm like, yo, nigga, this couch is pink. Yeah. And I'm positive that this bitch is pink mm-hmm. and it's not. But I know that you're wrong. It That kind of fucks shit up. But if I walk into the situation of I might be wrong, like I think this bitch is pink, but I but might that, be wrong. But that's the thing. I don't think people are coming into situations like that anymore. People are coming into situations. Well, you have your way to think and I have my way. Yeah. to think. And they don't even care about your answer anymore. And that and that is the er- the error there. It is nobody's trying to understand the next person. They're just they're just saying, okay, you have your way, I have my way, it's whatever. Oh yeah, no, and that's it also what I was saying, those yeah. that stems from the the Satanism doctrine also of I am my own god, right? So if I'm my own god, and then an uh, earthling, like when we said earlier, <laughs> come talk to me and try to tell me that I'm wrong about something, like nigga, you're earthling. Yeah, I don't like who are I'm you own to talk god, to me? My nigga. Right. Like, like it doesn't I'm, matter what I'm you're up. saying. <laughs> You know, so I I think that that's how like a lot of even just kings and people that have had deities, yeah. uh, you know, have had a mindset like that. Facts. Like, well, fuck what they saying. Go kill them. We about to run through their village, rape their kids. Who's wrong, bro? <laughs> right. And even on some like even outside of the religion thing, that's just something that I feel that a lot of people lack is just the humbility of. I yeah, might, nobody's I might humble. Be, I'm, I is that, is humbility yeah, or I, I don't know. It's, uh, uh, that, that, uh, accountability. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we're, we're, going, we're going to something like that. <laughs> humbility. <laughs> humbility. You That's, feel me? Niggas don't, cool. niggas don't have the humbility of, <laughs> I might be wrong in this situation. Like, and y'all know, I am the type of nigga that I will argue. Like, I'm down yeah. to argue some shit. Yeah. But if, in the, if halfway through that argument, I realize, oh, fuck. Like, I, 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 might I, be I am wrong in this bitch. I'll let you know. Because yeah. there's no point in me arguing this bitch. In, like, as much as me and Millie argue, there have been many an argument where I'll be going hard for some shit, and you'll be like, well, what about this? No. Now you won. I'll be like, good shit. No, that's it. You know, that's like, it. you know what? I can't beat that. Yeah, because like, at the end of the day, I know that I am not the code of what is right or wrong. So I, I just don't know. Yeah, and the, the shit that kills me is some people will realize they're wrong but still have one point, right? <laughs> one point that you couldn't refute. And they'll keep that. And I'm like, that is where the incorrectness lies. It is you took this outlier of information and now you have made it the like, you have made it the rule. You're like, no, 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 this, this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that was only one time, bro. Like, you know, like it was one time. It accidentally <laughs> happened once. And they're like, no, 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 it's valid. And I'm like, it can't be valid. Like, if you can't repeat the action, then it's not valid. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, no, 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 no. But it happened that one time, so I'm sticking with this. We could agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah. And you, you don't even want to argue with the person no more because it's like I'm arguing with a brick wall. Yeah. 
Definitely, for real. It do be like that, nigga. It definitely be like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like to argue with Millie, man. <laughs> so do you believe in, do Christians believe in free will or is that? Yeah, I think. Um, oh, you trying to make this the religious episode. Oh, no. We, we, we all trying to do <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think free will is a good Christian. part of uh, religion because they want you to choose right. Because if you choose wrong, then it's, yeah, damnation. But like, the thing is, <laughs> like, free will is, is is the gift God gave us. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is the blessing of, I think that's the coldest thing to me about God, to be honest, is the fact that if I created a world and then I was like, you know what? I create these Asian, these angels, like, even the angels have the ability to, to walk away. To, to not believe in me, to not, I don't got to be a creator, that's fine. I, f- I found that, that to be some of the humblest and the, the coolest shit ever of, of just like, hum, right, for real, <laughs> straight humility on, on 100, <laughs> you know, and it's still, but it's just so interesting for me to know, like, like I know for myself personally, going into that topic you were just saying about right or wrong, but like, if I were to kill somebody, it feels wrong, yeah. you know, and then, um, but I have the will to do that, you know, like, it's 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 a crazy ass like reality to, but we consciously know some shit is wrong with that. You yeah, know? like everybody so has their own moral compass. Because mm-hmm. for me, yeah, killing a nigga is hundred percent wrong. But for somebody else, that might be not killing for someone. Sure. Circumstantial, might feel wrong for them. first yeah. circumstantial for real. Yeah, circumstantial yeah. for real. Because I feel like in the circumstance, <laughs> yeah, I I would you know, yeah. Do what I gotta do. Exactly. Yeah, if it's me or you, I'm always going to choose me. Like it, that's just how it is. Sometimes it's you like, is better than than me, huh? Sometimes you is better than me. Well, it, depending on the situation, I'm going <laughs> to choose. Better, I love if, how he sounds. Whoever <laughs> prospers, I'm going to choose me as the person who prospers. You're never going to be like, okay, all of my what like if it's you or your mom. If it's me or my mom, okay, that's it's that's the one person. Way. That's the one person who gets the buy, though. What like, if it's you or your brother? It's my creator. Like you my creator, brother, I'm going to. Uh, it, it depends. See? It depends on the situation. Did that? Did he put himself in the situation, or did some? But it's not shit always you. Yeah. You yeah. or your kid. Like there's a lot of. It's not always you, man. It, it's all for the <laughs> because most if it's part. always you, you lack humility. See, this, is, this is this is where <laughs> we go with the one outlier is the rule. No, <laughs> it's not the rule. Ninety nine percent of people you. are not getting me me choosing them over me. Like ninety nine percent of people. If it's somebody you care about, like a yeah. lot of people. Are yeah. But think, you yeah. you're not caring. You're not caring about more than one percent of the population. Like that, you're only caring about a handful of people. There's a handful of people you would put over yourself, and then there's it's a bunch going, of niggas watching this right now. You, <laughs> that's the truth. Like I, I hope they're watching this. And if I'm about to die or they are about to die, they choose themselves. Like I'm, yeah. Like I just know he is not saving your ass. It's cooked for you. It's cooked. A hundred percent. But like <laughs> religion has given us so much stuff like art and like other stuff that you can't. It's like it's I think it's hurt us, but it's also loved us in a way. So like you can't like ever get rid of religion, but you can't. Like, I find it interesting how it turned into a religious thing because I brought up the little not. It's not that it wasn't about religion. Right. Well, mm-hmm. the shoes. But- Kind exactly. of, yeah. But I, I like how it, I like, not even like I like, but I find it interesting how it, it twisted to like about Christianity. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it was like, isn't it interesting? Like, that's, it's weird that it's it, like, why isn't it about a nigga that, like, but that's the thing, to an extent, that's his right? goal. Uh, but see, this is the thing that I'm, I think we got to grasp is words only go so far, right? So if I tell you, yeah, 
uh, I was hurt before, so now I'm trying to make y'all mad. That's cool. I have no problem making y'all mad. But the fact that he's going to the 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 length of of the things and visuals that he's doing and the effect that music has, mm-hmm. the effect that videos have. Like, I think that's the other thing. Like, it's not just a simple conversation of he's just trying to be like, he's just trying to get back at him. That's all. Like, there's, it's so much that goes into that. And we have to be able to like understand, like, that's just what life is. Like, when I want to go fucking hoop, nigga, I'm about to put on something hard. Nigga, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to put on some ballerina to go hoop. My bad, Jody. I'm out here bogus with it. Yeah, it's all good. I had this thing pop the whole time. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let's look at it from this perspective. Lil Nas X literally does not give a fuck about religion. Doesn't give a fuck about anything. Honestly, just wants the bread here. His goal could have easily been, I'm going to make the wildest shit. So that niggas will just talk about it. Because I think his talent is making niggas just talk. And we just spent a good portion. Most of it wasn't talking about him. But it works. And I think he was finding the way he could do that. And I'm not saying I think. But like he could have easily been finding the way to do that. And what is one of the easiest ways to do that shit? What is some shit that will get niggas talking the quickest? Religion. And you're right. But I do believe. But there's a million other things he could have chose. But what what could he have chose that would have polarized people as seriously as that? He could because religion will overcompass a lot of shit. Sexuality as well. Sexuality. He's already done it. Yeah, but he's already he combined them both. He did it. Yeah, he He did did them both. To be honest. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like when you see it, yeah. He did them both. So yeah, if his whole goal is to be controversial, yeah, that works. But the lengths you're going to it is just like it's not within my morality. But that's but that's the goal. Yeah. It's to do some shit that's going to piss you. It's the six nine method. I think yeah, the six I, nine method. I, I, he, I don't he give pissed a, me off, and I ain't never did none to nobody. Yeah, but, it's, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not just to piss you off. It's just to get you talking because we have a platform here, and with this platform, we I mean we we don't got millions, but hundreds of people yeah. are now thinking about this conversation, and after listening to it, they're gonna go, "Huh, I didn't see that little Nas X video. Let me go check it out because yeah. they're talking about it," and those streams. Go to money in his pocket. It's the six nine method. Six nine Same might not thing, give right, a fuck right, about us talking the about it. Even. He don't give a fuck about Meek Mill or any of that. But he knows how to press your buttons. And guess what? I'm not a street nigga. But I, I but think, I'm coming on I the pod talking about street nigga shit. I think that of him. this is the thing too. You're right about that. But that's why. Oh uh, look, my man's. Yeah. You know he. Um. I don't want to see that, that video right is going to <laughs> yeah. like. Uh, it's going to distract us. It's and, a lot. And, no, seriously, because <laughs> yeah. I, I I find it interesting, man. Even even the cartooning of it, yeah. right? Like, there's certain aspects to this video where you know who it's supposed to appeal to. No, for sure. You know, and it's the kid that, like, this looks like, uh, it just has Dreamland. what? Dreamland. Yeah. Uh, Dreamland, freaking yeah. uh, that Alice in Wonderland, Alice in Wonderland type vibe. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's very appealing to kid artists. He already has the kids captivated, right? Now, what does that do to, like... I think that that's the problem even with this, right, with public schools. Because we're not in a class that actually understands the effects of religion or doesn't have somebody like a pastor somebody at times. That, like, my pastor has done exorcisms, right? Like, he's experienced a nigga with a deity problem, right? Where I've never experienced that. I don't know what that looks like. So I can all day be like, nah, that shit ain't real. But, like... 
I, man, I could go into so much, bro. I just, I, it's crazy. It's just like it's just so interesting, and I think that us not having any type of conversation or anything in even in public schools that allows conversation about religion, mm-hmm. it literally creates that barrier for us now, where we literally give it the benefit of the doubt. Like, nah, it's not that he like is trying to be a Satanism, though. Everything is pointing to the. The showing of Satanism, even the niggas Satan being in like everything, Egypt, all this shit is symbolism out People its world. Stoned. The gold, like the the colors, the the type of animals that they're showing, like these are things that like God, even in the Bible, God lets us know that certain shit is real. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I I I just I find that so interesting. This right here, like every the pole dancing, the it's just it's ridiculous bro it's ridiculous and it it just blows my mind that how visually we've gotten to a point where like we're like this just reminds me of the matrix going back from the green shit i could blab on for days bro. Uh, i need to chill this is what we do this shit kind of just it just blew my mind when i saw it bro because i was like that's especially knowing i got a son yeah you know see i'm gonna i'm gonna end it off on this actually i don't know if this is a good place to end it but fuck it i'm gonna say this if I were, well, okay, let me remove myself. If I, if you take my moral compass away, right, and my goal is to sell as much as possible. Lil Nas X was the biggest artist of what twenty nineteen or whatever. The biggest artist. Everybody's saying he's flopped, and you can't do anything that will be bigger. For well, sure. let, me just, let me just let me finish. You can't do anything that's bigger than Old Town Road. What the fuck will be the biggest thing you could possibly do let's do some shit that will make either people because there's two sides of this coin there are people who are in full support of this and people who are fully get there are a couple people in the middle but those are the two sides and it's like okay how did old town road work there were the niggas who were really with the country shit like this should not be on the charts at all and there were the niggas that were like this is racist. It made it something bigger than just the music, a race thing. Okay, let's recreate that with the biggest thing we could ever do that with. Religion. And I do not. I I definitely agree with you. I completely agree with you. And I this think is like, I'm also just playing gotta, devil's exactly, advocate. Exactly. And, and I think one thing that you, you made that loud and clear is the one key thing that you said was if I take away my moral compass. Yeah, mine personally. Right? Yeah. No, no. No, it's not even about just yours personal. That's just the factor that goes into making something like that. And why I say that is that's also the effect that it's supposed to give off. You you energy is is it's transferable. That's just what it is. If I scream and I curse at you, you'll get mad, you'll scream and curse at me. So if I can (laughs) you say like (laughs) my thought about that, what you just said of the moral compass, right? If take away from low Nas. It, it just reminds me of Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg said about his, uh, he has a little demonic video too that he watched, like did uh, with the owl or a crow that comes in. He says he doesn't watch that shit. He doesn't listen to certain records. Like it was, and that was a while back. I don't know how, if that's true. I don't, you well, know Snoop, what I'm saying? Yeah, he, but I, I find that like He does Christian gospel interesting. shit. Like, my mom be you know? Snoop's like gospel albums. In the I didn't day. know that. Yeah. No, I, didn't I didn't know, know that, that either. My mom be playing the wildest gospel music That's that you will funny. never know. Like, I was riding in the whip and I was like, Mom, you listening to Snoop? She was like, Yeah, he made a gospel album. And I was like, I never knew that shit. She'd be listening to Jesus. Well, I had to put on the Jesus is King, but she fuck with it now. 
That's love. Yeah. Bro, she yeah, man. I, I, I appreciate you guys, like, not um, making it. I know I didn't get too much about, like, oh, bro. Any, like, my crazy. You know, I didn't talk a lot about, like, just the stuff that I do on the talent side mm-hmm. shit. A lot of it is to let people yeah. get a combos, greater bro. feel for the artist in things that aren't just, like, yeah. outside of the music. A lot of times we've talked to motherfuckers about anime, yeah. uh, movies. Let me ask you, Kong versus Godzilla. What what team are you on? I ain't watched neither one. I gotta see. Okay, but, no, if, but you like, had, if you if you had, had to pick wisely, I'd probably say Godzilla. You, see, you didn't pick wisely. You, you didn't pick wisely. You, you didn't pick wisely. It's over with. I ain't seen wisely. them. But so like, so tell me, like I'm gonna just run this question past you because like you're intelligent. You're, you you'd believe you're smart, right? Is <laughs> like in a capacity. So. What would you do if a velociraptor that was radioactive that could blow lasers came in this room right now? What this would you do? Really been thinking about that. You get a tool to stop it. Detailed. That's Ooh. what humans do. Yeah, but they, they, what what tool would you grab? You you build something. Oh, you, you wouldn't give something. radioactive poisoning before it even enters the room. You oh something. yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. we're really passionate. About that. <laughs> like, yeah, you yeah, built yeah. something. Like, that was that was a twist for my brain. I'm about, like the details on that like, question. Like yeah, like if I if he because just came and blast you with a laser, maybe like you would die. Like question. Uh, or you use one so of his like, scales to block was, the laser. How do you like Kong did? Like like you would, you would be able to give one of the lasers? Well, no, 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 you're <laughs> he getting did hit. it. You're getting hit. He did it. <laughs> we watched hit. the trailer. He did it. Are y'all talking about from like Jurassic Park or something? No. The Kong vs. Godzilla movie is about to come out. I don't know if you do that. They're about to have a Kong vs. Godzilla movie. I'm renting out an AMC theater next week. Uh, If you're free on Friday, come. Because I'm renting out the theater. Are you serious for Yes. It's not, it's because of Corona. It's super cheap. So no, that's crazy. It's like a hundred dollars. If you're oh, free next Friday, yes, slide, bro. bro. Send the deets. But here's the, the thing. Deets. I'm thinking I'm gonna split it up. So the Godzilla niggas gonna sit on one side, and the that's Kong niggas. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you to come over to <laughs> the, the right the side. You to your me? niggas. I, I'm no, gonna need it's gonna be like four niggas side. on one side, and we gonna be the niggas is happy when Kong is getting. You feel me? You feel me? We gonna be the niggas that know what's good because you know what wins fights, nigga. Evolution. What we got that that Godzilla. They don't have posable thumbs, True. my nigga. Kong got them bitches. Y'all are really monkeys. Yeah, you right? know, you know Godzilla has bro. lasers. How many lasers? Oh, <laughs> did you <laughs> watch the trailer? Did you watch it's, the trailer? It's stupid. It's I can't. Stupid. Really, I, don't got stupid. No I watched the trailer, yeah. and in the trailer, I watched Godzilla make an axe. Or, I mean, I watched Kong How would you make an axe out of Godzilla. He did it, nigga. He did it. He had an axe out of Godzilla's scale and blocked the laser because he has opposable thumbs. He can yeah. use tools. That's what. That's how the fuck. It, that's how the shit works. It's called evolution, oh, my nigga. You have opposable thumbs, but if a crocodile busting this bitch right now, you lose. I like, shoot a gun at it because I can't. You don't have thumbs, a gun. Nigga. You don't have a gun. Like <laughs> it does not work. I'm sorry, bro. That's how that it works. stick not saving you. He's grabbing your leg and he's tearing it off. So, so what happened when when Godzilla shot the beam at the axe? That's not. What I'm talking about you and a crocodile. I- over <laughs> it with. worked. <laughs> it's over with. I got like, a question for you though. W- would you make a gospel album? Uh, I. The thing is, I don't like genres in general. Like, I wouldn't You're very make genre a transcendent. Yeah, I wouldn't make a hip hop music is a spectrum. album. Genre you know? neutral. I really don't. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, it, it, I feel like barricaded. Like, oh, I gotta make it a certain sound, or it has to sound like your music okay. is very genre transcending. When I listen, uh. To even um, Growing Pains mm-hmm. or Splendid or any yeah. of your shit, 
obviously there's always hip hop elements to yeah. it. Yeah. But you're very poppy. Mm-hmm. You're very alternative. You mm-hmm. got a little bit of everything yeah. in it, and that's what I like. That's I personally love music outside of I like music that has hip hop elements. Yeah. But also transcends hip hop. If you look yeah, at I my feel like everything's a fusion. Yeah, right especially now. nowadays. Hip hop yeah. is pop. Like yeah. pop was, you know, popular music. Hip hop is the most popular genre. And there are so many subgenres. You got trap, but then you got the gospel hip hop. You got lyrical. You got mumble rap. There's just so many different bags. Seriously. Even Lil Nas X with the country and the hip hop. Or nigga, there's opera in hip hop. There's hip hop is the one genre that can pull in any other genre, rock, alternative, yeah. anything. Throw an 808 on that bitch. It's lit now. <laughs> like, Hip hop is the coolest genre because it is any fucking genre. If you a pop nigga, yeah, you you kind of just in your pop bag. You know, you can move to R and B a tiny bit, but hip hop, I can literally throw a good ass rock guitar and throw an eight hundred eight on this bitch, and it's slapping, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going crazy, bro. One hundred percent. That shit is busting, man. That shit is busting. Uh, so yeah, you we. A lot of we know you as an artist, but a lot of, we met you as a photographer, actually. Yeah. Um. How did you get into photography, and what was like the catalyst, and how how do you like it? You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, basically, like I said, I was doing uh, the music, doing vice versa. We shot a couple uh, music videos when we were younger, and um, it got to a point where when I was recording like myself, and I wasn't going to the studio. You, I, I actually put it like this. I moved out when I was like 18. So just starting a budget, I couldn't go to the studio like that because niggas just didn't have money. Yeah. So um, it got to a point where like I wanted to sh- – I had so much music and I wanted to shoot videos. And I was just like, man, I got to I gotta do something. I got to try mm-hmm. myself. So I ended up getting like a Canon Rebel from uh, ProCam, which is a dope-ass place, ProCam and Dodd camera. Oh, that's out in, like, by Fox Valley Mall. That was, like, my first first camera. Brought a a Rebel SL1. Just shooting. Just playing around. I don't even, like... I I don't even... Like, I knew I was doing it because of music. But at the time, like... I really feel like it was God. Because, like, I don't... I Bro, I didn't... I don't remember, like, this just, like... Ooh... Like, I really want to do photography. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember yeah. that feeling so much. You know, I always knew I wanted to do music, and it was just, like, something that was like, oh, if I get a camera, maybe it'll just help. Um, because, yeah, I wasn't liking my videos, that how they were coming out. So I finally got a camera. Um, I was doing, like, wedding photography with my homie, helping him out. And then I, I got hired on this wedding uh, business, wedding group called Red and Olive. Mm-hmm. And I was shooting with them for a year. And that really kind of got me, like, into the understanding of, like, how to go about setting up bookings and, and like, how much could you make in an hour or off a photo shoot or off a video. And, um, but I just didn't like – that was where I, was, I found my niche for Chicago. And I was like, dang, you know, like, these people are in Downers Grove charging 4500 for a wedding of maybe four hours, eight hours. That's crazy much. Yeah. One day of work, you know. And I was like – but a lot of them weren't my people. It wasn't black. It wasn't Hispanic. There were a lot of white people, like yeah. really dope spots that I couldn't like get into. So it, basically, it was just that thought of like I just want like my people to be able to have that same quality and work. Um. So yeah, 
understanding that and I kind of left Red and Olive and really got into like um, recording out of the crib a lot more with people. But at the time I had sucked at Pro Tools, so I didn't like keep a lot of clientele. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and that kind of also just doing all those little things of just like recording, rapping, playing basketball. Like I've had met so many people that when I started to shoot, it started, it just kind of like fell into place and, you know, gradually, like, I just met more and more people and just the bounce around from there so, really started Kifeto Flicks. So, you bet you live off of your art, your yeah. music, your photography and all that. Mm-hmm. A lot of our listeners are also creators and stuff. What does that entail and what does it mean for you to be able to do that? Because we all have side jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, the podcast is my main focus. My clothing brand is my focus. Our studios are focused. But at the time being, I do have still have to have a side job side just job. to make sure. I and I'm trying to get feel. away for that very soon. It's looking like I can uh, relatively soon. But what does it entail to really just have to rely solely on your passion and your art? I think um, one thing is understanding, like, it's, it's not always, like, the sweetest thing. Like, I'm not... It's not like I'm, I'm like, not going through my debts. <laughs> yeah. Not going through my, like, I'm, I got court, all sorts of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I got my little issues that I got to get through. And, um, but I think it has allowed me not to give up. Um, like, it, it, me not working, I've, a nine to five, I've, I've worked so many jobs, bro. Like, I was working so many different places just growing up, and I just, Every time I'm, I, I don't give my all at a place. I I, I, I catch an attitude, and um, doing this has allowed me one to really understand what I can do with my time, understanding what age we're in, like, and at the same time, like, like I'm still broke, you know. Niggas still trying to make a bag, you know. But I, I think I'm in such a better position now that like, when an opportunity comes for a lot of money to happen, I'm not scared. Mm-hmm. Where two years ago, because I'm working at a nine to five and I'm not being taught anything about money, anything about like your value, um, what do you got to do to make a job work? Like, niggas don't know. So when I got my first $2,000 deal, it was at a point where like I didn't even feel like I deserved it. Given that I had been shooting for four or five years, I still didn't think like I deserved it because I hadn't gotten that payment. So like, I feel like this 2020 was like, the year that really just showed me like nah I might not I might not have everything to appreciate what I have and to understand like the lack of uh the faith, man, the faith in not having and facing my fears. You know what I'm saying? My fears of of being broke. It's like how do I I'm already I'm even at my nine to five I was living paycheck to paycheck. And that was a lot of my problem is like I'm giving a lot of my time away and I'm not making the same amount of money. And then what I was doing was so I was working at Red Red Robin. And by this time I had already been shooting, but it was like I had I had to go back and work a job. Right. Because Kalea was coming. Just just little stuff, you know, and I was like, man, I got to get some type of money during the winter. But I would put my. um, I would put. And this was even before Red Robin, but Red Robin was the last nine to five job that I had. But any time I had a, a session, I would basically try to match my price. So when I first started shooting, I was fifteen an hour, mm-hmm. and the job I was working at was twelve. I was working for twelve an hour at this uh, 
warehouse. And so I would try to make the price of my shoots more to compete with my work schedule. So then if I do, even if I'm only shooting for three hours, yeah. I'm like, well, if I get the shoot, I can maybe get a next one. And then I can maybe get a next one. Right. So it just kind of set that up to be able to be like, all right, my nigga, if I can make 150 in one hour, but I got to make, spend 10 hours here just to make that same 150. Right. But in this 10 hours, I was able to make 150, set up a whole new, like, it's just so much that can be and done be with happy. our time and be happy. Yeah. You know, like, I'll always take that over, like, not being away, from, being around my family, not being able to be creative. And then I'm always home. I'm tired. I'm only, like, my time is literally just living at work because I'm only discussing, like, oh, man, I, I when I do wake up, I got to go to work. And then when I'm off, I'm going to go to sleep, but I'm going to be thinking about work. It's, like it's, it's always on that. your mind the whole... It is. Niggas who know me know how... I'm probably one of the niggas in the world that like dread going to work more than anybody else. You've been here at the studio on days that I've been here. I come here every single day, even before I go to work. And you'll be here, and I'm a completely different nigga on days where I have work yeah. and days that I don't. Because I'll be sitting here like, I, I got to go to work in three hours. Like, fuck. Gotta go to work in two hours. I'll be driving to work like fuck. I'm really on my way to work right now. Like that, like that shit is trash. I'll be clocking out of work like shit. I'm back here tomorrow. And, like, and you damn. know, like for real, like I think that feeling has grown more and more. Also because like, bro, it's out. It's an outdated thing, and it's it like now that I'm getting the stocks and Bitcoin, like I'm oh, really boy. getting to understand like oh, oh boy. niggas is really like bro. Just this week. Off of what GME? I made like thirty bucks. No GME is late. I got GME. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? And I was just sitting there just watching. And when I see like, damn, I just haven't been in the stocks, and this is just off Cash App. I'm not even on like the Weeble exactly. on none of the in depth shit. This yeah. is just simplicity. I'm not even. Gonna I'm lie. like, Cash nigga. App has saved me, bro. I will be sitting there like I'm broke. Fuck it, my last twenty bucks. I'm I'm looking at this. I'm watching this. I'm fuck it. I'm gonna sit in there. I'm I'm just gonna be moving around with five dollars in my pocket. Man, I'm like I'm gonna hope it goes up. It'll come go up. A lot of people have transitioned to like day trading. I get, and I get seven dollars, eight dollars. That's cool with me. I got eight dollars out of this. All right, I'll put the twenty back. I. I Seriously. got this eight. Yeah. I did a free and, and $8. Even, even stocks has a, made me understand like money motion, you know, like money, money either has to move or you're going to move for money. Facts. And I, and I really had to understand that through stocks. I'm like, damn, like you're like, put it like this. People, I, I was telling all of them at canvas, like, yo, put your money in Bitcoin, put something. If you got something sitting in cash app, put it in Bitcoin. Why? Because if you're not about to use it and you don't have the intentions of wanting to spend it right now, let it fluctuate for a little bit and let it also have the potential of, of rising. You know, liquidity and- is a illusion. Um, you want to open up your chase app and see a big number in there, but that number isn't getting any bigger. And when it comes down to investment is a lot of people think that investment is only investing in stocks. And it's not just that it's also investing in yourself because you had to buy yourself a camera mm-hmm. and that camera isn't liquid. You can't just walk to Bona Beef and hand them the camera. Yeah. and They're going to give you a sandwich. You it's not liquid. <laughs> yeah, shit. You might. No, no, you can't. But like, <laughs> it's not liquid and liquid. Fuck. I just dropped this whole mic. It's not broken. Don't worry. Uh, it's not liquid. 
People think liquid money is what really matters, but liquid money isn't going to make you money. Investing your money is what's going to make you money. So, yeah, that the money we spend for rent on this studio every single month, it's not liquid. We can't we can't just take this studio and hand it to somewhere else and be like, hey, can I get a boat with this studio? No, that's not how it works. But we're investing into it. Mm-hmm. We're investing into it with the potential to get more money from it. And that's really exactly. what your money should be working for you. You shouldn't have to work for your money. For real. I mean, you still got to work to right. an extent. But you have to invest it in whether that's stocks because not everybody wants to uh, invest in themselves because it's not for everybody. For sure. business Entrepreneurship and business ownership isn't for everybody. And stocks are relatively can be for anybody. So invest your money into something. It doesn't have to be business or stocks, but you should be investing it. Education is also a big one you can put your money into. Heck yeah. yeah. That's that's also investing in yourself, yeah. yeah. But there's a lot of free education, and I think people aren't taking that <laughs> either. And I think people get complacent when they do have money. So when you do have money, nigga, I'm not worried about my money, nigga, I'm lit. I got money. But then when you don't have money, you're like, fuck, I spent all my damn money. Mm-hmm. And it's like... When you had money, you had chances to get more money, but you didn't. It was like you sat there with comfortably. You had $4,000 in your savings account. You was cool. But now, like, you ran into car troubles. You had to go to the hospital. And now you got $400 in your savings account. And now you're like, what the fuck's happening? Even that going back, even with the religion thing, too, I think it goes back to school of, like, you know, we don't get taught. certain things and that's why like everything even school is is a product you know it's just sold to us and like it's our lack of not having these we're going four years of not learning financial literacy but now um now i gotta go to college where even intentional exactly yeah and And it's hard but it's a product yeah Yeah. you know and and it but it also goes to show you like i'm here I'm not here to help you, America. I'm here to milk you, America. Yeah. Like, as long as I can milk you, I don't care about... Because America's a business. And The world, the school is a business. It's a business, but it's a melting pot. And I think that that's a big thing to keep in mind, right? If I'm a melting pot, I'm not... I don't... If I know where I come from, I might appreciate it more. Facts. Right? If I'm a melting pot... And, like, put it like this. If I'm a white person, but I came from Britain, and I don't mean to say white like that. Anybody African came from Africa, I'm going to appreciate Africa more than I appreciate America. Yeah. In, in some sense, you know? And I think that that's also the thing that we miss as Americans, right? Because we're in a melting pot, and we have these, like, huge gaps, we and we don't know where we're from, even us black Americans a lot of times. Like, we don't know where we like our home, home, whatever, yeah, you know, and in, in, in that sense of, of understanding, like, Americans can look back and be like, yo, Europe. Yeah, yeah, we're about to go pull up a Europe. You right. know what I'm saying? Great Britain, mother country. Like, <laughs> mother country. they know that. Yeah. You know, and I think that that creates a lot of power for them. And um, so just that thought of, you know, a melting pot kind of makes this sense of uh, carelessness amongst who I'm around. If that makes sense. Yeah, no. So if y'all don't learn shit and this is America we're supposed to grow because we're a united country, but there's so much racism and all it it's like Yeah. America the school system or America itself is a business in itself and they're not teaching you for you. They're teaching you for the business. Just like my job at Target, all the shit that they're teaching me at Target, they're not teaching me the shit 
for me, they're teaching so I can be the best employee possible. And that's kind of what America does in the school system. It teaches you, hey, sit down and do this for eight hours. Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to sit in this desk and you're going to do this for eight hours. And what you're going to learn is you're not supposed to complain about it. You're supposed to do this shit. And even the melting pot aspect of it, if America is a business, the melting pot are the clients to an extent mm-hmm. because we need other people to come exactly here. like so we need exactly. clients to come in and buy the shit from the store exactly. so we're the american dream we're selling you the american dream that's the business that we have we're selling you the american dream so now you come here and now you're a client to the store so we're raising the americans to be the workers in the store and we're having everybody else be the clients for the store but we we constantly push that you know idea you know um, with the things that we do with Working these jobs. No, 100%. You know, I think that was something that really pissed me off last summer was, like, like I would get into it with my, my lady about B-dubs because she was working there. And, she, like, her friends would come over and I'm like, so we talking about corona and, like, people, like, losing their jobs or losing money or time going down. And I'm like, so, wait, y'all been working here for this long? They ain't giving y'all no perks they going to let y'all go right. when they need to let y'all go. They're going to call y'all back when they need to call you back. They don't And care. they're not giving you any money for this time gone. And and you got to go back and work. Nah. Like, it, I think coronavirus, one, really showed for me personally. Like, when niggas four or five years ago was asking, Chris, what's your five-year plan? And I didn't really have one. And I felt like, like damn, I ain't going to do shit with my life. Like, mm-hmm. where, what is going to Niggas don't really... It made me like really appreciate that I took the creative route yeah. and that I took the the route of being broke years, not not being able to maybe like uh, do multiple trips with friends and post shit like like because now when I do it, it's so much more valuable and appreciated. Yeah, yeah. you know, because you're doing it on your terms, and you know, it's like it, and then just even this, like if I never took this journey, I would never met people like y'all facts that do shit that that's some of my favorite part about shit, it yeah you know the people that i meet and even the people that we influence through it like your pictures and your music influence people and in maybe even a way that you didn't even know yeah. like the episode of the podcast that we just did recently i never expected to get fulfillment out of the podcast the way that i do in the sense of people hit me up like Yo, the podcast really improved my day today. You mm, feel me? That's dope. And you probably have the same situation where even if you people hit you up like, yo, your music really hit me, bro. Yeah. Or even the pictures you take like, mm-hmm. yo, I hung this picture up in my house because I just love this. It makes me happy when I look at it, mm-hmm. you know, and life is about doing what that is for you. And if that isn't a creative or entrepreneurial space, that's that's how the world is supposed to work, because yeah. I shouldn't go be a teacher. If my heart isn't in it, yeah. because I'm not going to be a good teacher yeah. or I shouldn't be a doctor if my heart is in it because I'm not going to be a good doctor. And with, if the world is run like that, a lot of the counter argument is well, then nobody's going to want to work the other jobs or whatever. Like no one's going to want to work at Target. But what makes me happy is freedom, creativity and all that. But some people, what makes them happy is just being able to make $15 an hour doing something like that. And that's just what as long as that makes them happy, the world still works. Yeah, as long as somebody, like, as long as there's a job that needs to be filled, and there's going to be people who just want money. There's always like, going to be someone like who wants the, to do My it. goal isn't anything very, else. It's the bread. Like, I, I never feel, I actually just saw my, one of my, like, sister, my girl's sister. Mm-hmm. I was like, because she might do what she loves for money, nine to five, and that's cool. 
I don't feel like we were brought to the world to work jobs. You know what I'm saying? I think that there's certain um, principles out of working, out of even slavery, right, um, that we learn. The, the hardships of life, right? Death is – there's principles out of certain things that we can learn. But I don't – I personally think it's it's certain like – it's – it's a progressive thing for humans, and I, I feel like it comes with free will mm-hmm. to have jobs, right? I don't feel like it's it's the uh, I don't feel like it's a way to happiness. I feel like people do it because niggas got to survive. But for some people, it's a way of happiness because some I, people I say, think it's a way of survival. But some people would say what you do is a job. Yeah, but I think it is a job. But it's a way to happiness. It makes you happy. I yeah. think I think it personally makes me happy. Yeah. And I'm not ever saying that personally it couldn't make other people happy to be able yeah. to go to nine to fives. I think some people don't even understand what is happiness. Oh, that's a fact. Yeah, that's, you know what I'm saying? And I feel that's like when fact. you're not opened up to doing or It's the most happy enough, they know how to be. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like it's, yeah. it's yeah. settlement, you I know. I personally For don't sure. believe anybody who works a nine to five would would take that. And and say that they're, some th- this is what's that. making me happy. I don't think coming. Oh, see, but like the nine to, uh, not working a nine to five, but working, um, what a nine to five job would be because there's no job that really takes nine to five. Keep it established. Yeah, yeah. Like that, and I had this conversation with you, and I don't want to get started on this because I'll really go down the rabbit hole on this shit. That's eight hours of your day. Yeah, I only get twenty four. Yeah, I gotta sleep. Eight of those. I'm working eight of those. I still have to shower. I have to eat. I have to do all that. If I'm working an eight-hour shift, and that, they still give you a lunch break, so an eight-hour shift is really eight and a half hours on my day. If I'm doing that shit, my nigga, I only have four hours a day to be me. Four hours out of 24 to, like, That's be why myself. you also have to ask yourself, like, how can I, like... I don't even have enough time to understand myself. How can I understand what yeah. is what actually makes me happy in this life? Facts. For me, like I'm a very picky eater, right? Me too. But I also think Boo. it's because I, I I like grew up not eating I, I just told you different that, varieties, and, but at the same time, like I'm very will will minded. Like yeah. when I know I don't want something, like I just stubborn don't on some eat. Shit. Hell yeah, I'm super stubborn, bro. Yeah. We literally just had super this conversation stubborn. yesterday. Yeah, and that's what it is. And I believe that the age that we're at, that's kind of what we should be doing. It's kind of what we should be doing is um, just trying a lot of shit. Yeah. Just trying as much shit as possible. So how the fuck would you know that photography is your passion if you never tried it? Mm-hmm. If you never tried photography, how the fuck would you know? So just try a bunch of shit at that. Get out of high school and go try a ton of shit. Go try a bunch of shit. Because you may think that you want to be a doctor. And that may be what you want to be if you never try some other shit. If you never try, hey, what is it like to take some pictures? What's it like to make some music? What's it like to do this, to do that? You never fucking know. Mm -hmm. So you should just use this time to try a bunch of fucking shit and see what you like. For real. Just like you wish you would have tried more foods as a kid. Try more jobs and more passions as a young adult. I agree. And then once you find it, go hard as fuck at it. Because, yeah, we happen to have found it. We got lucky to have found what the fuck we like. Mm. And who knows? There might be more shit that I like that I'm going to get into later. I don't Seriously. I don't know. You never, so, know you never know. Nigga, I might take a ballet class tomorrow and find that that's really my shit. 
I might be walking in this bitch going dummy in some ballet. <laughs> I might take a driving class and be a NASCAR racer. You never fucking know. NASCAR, fast car. NASCAR, fast car. You just got to do that shit, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's some shit I get really. I can really go down the rabbit hole on that for like ten years. I've done it before. You've yeah, talked to me I've, about this I've shit. I've heard for, it. Yeah, no, nah, I get when you start talking to me about a job. I get really passionate about yeah. that shit, man. Because nah, jobs really just like yeah, they run me the wrong way too, bro. That's one thing that can like make me pissed off in a second. Like going to work will literally change my whole mindset. But at the same time, like, bro, I I also just want to end. Because I, I feel like I've talked to so many of my friends about, like, ah, you know, trying to do stuff and work for yourself. And I, I think at the same time, like, bro, work, work nine to five. I think it's just the understanding that you have time that you have to cherish and, and do something that you guys that you want to do, you know. And I think you guys totally do that. And that, that's the amazing point and why, like, when you do get to the point of being able to, like, if you ever wanted to leave a job or whatever – like it'll feel a lot more refreshing like knowing like y'all worked the, just the story behind yeah. everything like y'all was coming here after work coming like that's just like grind bro and Facts, i love that man. and that's yeah. a big part of it is even the reason that i'm able to work a nine to five is because i have this if i did not have all this other shit nigga i might have lost yeah. it i might be in a crazy house somewhere mm. because this you need you. something to center yourself. Seriously. And whether that's podcasting or playing video games yeah. or sports or whatever, you need something or else you will lose it, nigga. Because like I it. would have I would have lost it by now if I didn't have the podcast, if I didn't have the studio, if I didn't have my clothing brand, if I didn't have all that shit, nigga, it'd be over with for me. Me too. Yeah, nah, y'all would I'd be crazy, nigga. <laughs> crazy as shit, my guy. You get what you hear not this chip, this couch be like sinking in, yeah, hurting yeah, your back after a long period of time. Like, oh shit! Yeah, no, nah, niggas get to sinking, and you a little bit shorter, so it's a little bit tough. Oh, you know, I'm a big boy, but now nah, we can. Uh, I don't know. Anybody else got anything? Uh, we we touched on uh, yeah, we, a lot. Oh, one thing I did want to say is I've been paying attention to this the entire. Uh, you have some incredibly long eyelashes, yeah. my nigga. This nigga's eyelashes are beautiful. I don't know if y'all seen this shit through the camera, but like I'm like, why are his eyelashes just so spectacular? That's interesting, man. That yeah, I've yeah. always been told about that. Like I never literally understood that shit. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I never understood it, but I, that's some. Like, I, I never got it either. Like yeah. I didn't understand. You, you never noticed someone's eyelashes, right? But like, For real. yeah, no, you're. But no, yeah, it's it definitely. Uh, my mom. Everybody always talks about that shit. Yeah, it always shit. gets in my eyes. So that's the only hard thing about it. But. Yeah, that shit was crazy. I was yeah. sitting here. And I looked over. <laughs> I was like, his eyelashes are really like, long. Seeing? I wear contacts, so that just they be dropping in my. Mm. You know, it be that's, that's the only problem. But I love. I it, was man. wondering why I never noticed before. I think it's because you normal every time I seen you, you had glasses, yeah. like actual glasses. That's why I think I'm noticing them for the first. That's time. That's so funny that you asked that because I show was like when I put on my contacts today, I was like, I wonder if he's gonna say anything about my eyes. That was the because. first thing I noticed when you walked up <laughs> on the street. I was like, why did his eyelashes look different? Like they, I don't remember them ever being this long. Yeah, no. I was, he grows eyelashes out. Is that some niggas do? Right. I was like, I was like, are they fakes? Did this nigga put on some fake lashes? That's <laughs> affluence. I, I was like, hey, maybe that's maybe that's his bag. I I didn't know. I've also never seen you without a hat on. No, I don't know you if that's just yeah. me. No, yeah, no, no. I definitely have, have worn hat hats on. before. He didn't even have a hat on when we did the shoot with him. What two, three weeks ago? Really? Yeah, he didn't have a hat on. He has long, luscious hair. 
How do you hide it in a hat like that? <laughs> yeah, I put it up on a bun type shit. Oh, yeah, you do have hair. Yeah. You've definitely yeah. seen him multiple yeah. times. Like that. Yeah, you definitely seen him like that multiple times. <laughs> yeah, no, you be having some yeah. long ass hair. Yeah. But uh, I think that's pretty much everything. Shout out to hair. If anybody else got anything else, anything you want to tell to the people, the listeners, anything you want to get off your chest? Are you a serial killer oh. on the low? I, I don't know. Um. No nah, man, I, all I would say is uh, you know what I'm saying. Be on the lookout. We got a, a, a bunch of new songs, man. I've been making some songs with my homie Damo, and uh, he makes also, some good music too. Yeah, man, I, I, I gotta shout him out, man. He out in Indiana, man. If y'all get a chance, check out his beats and stuff. And then um, you know, it's Women Appreciation Month, so right now we've been working on uh, this song, uh, "Wet Why Even Trip" by Madi and uh, this girl named Jordan and Illis Melody. And um, I believe Olive Blue might be getting on it, but we'll see about all that. Hmm. Um, but yeah, and we're trying to shoot that video, so we just—I'm excited about that. I'm that really like trying to excited about trying to put something together that I can shoot, and not have my face. Yeah, you know, and it's just gonna be epic, man. That's gonna be wait. cool as fuck, man. It's gonna be so cool. That's gonna be cool as hell. So yeah, be on the lookout for that, and man. You know what I'm saying? We out here. We gonna make some songs. Me and my man Vermilly. Oh, wow. <laughs> niggas be out here, sure. bro. Nah, but um, we normally play it out to a song by the artist. So go ahead, pick one of your favorite songs, and we'll play it out. To, we've already played it out to Baby and Splendid. So pick pick two that aren't that, or one that isn't that. Let's do um. It could be unreleased if you want to do something. It don't matter. E-word. Let us know. You can take your pick, and we'll play that bitch, and niggas will vibe to it. And, all right, you know what? We're going we gonna to play you some new shit. Then. Okay, bet. Oh, shit. You don't have to, like, just tell us the title and then yeah, send us yeah, the link. Yeah, we'll send you that shit. Yeah. So, yeah, what, what is it? Like, Great. What's it called? Um, We're going to do the... Also, yeah, yeah, right. We just had the K-Sound Camp, so Off the Grid, basically that produced by awesome. P, 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 uh, PD Productions. Um, Mixed and mastered by... K Sound and Ivan. So yeah, off the grid with Dre Isaiah. And me and me and Dre Isaiah. Bet it up. Shit. We gonna play it off to off the grid. We out here. Thank you for sitting down with us. Blessings, bro. We out. Peace. Up all night. Sleep through the day, then we play all night. Talk all night, touch all night, fuck all night. Yeah, whatever you decide, I'm on your side. You like it, I love it. Or oh, you thought it was a game, but it wasn't. Girl, come and get some of these nuggets. Yeah, yeah, whatever you decide, I'm on your side. You like it, I love it. Or oh, you thought it was a game, but it wasn't. Girl, come and get some of these nuggets. Say fuck your friends and count to your plans. They'll be there in the morning. Hundred minutes calls in the morning. Trying to find out what you doing. We in my yeah. She been off the grid with me. Uh. Gotta put it slow on me. Uh. She don't have a kid with me, I might do I for I for So good, might fuck around and die for So good, might cut a couple friends, might get up on the stand, take a seat, then lie for Recover from my last one, but don't know if this my last one I know that I get jealous, I get selfish, I might blast one I know that I can't help it, can't you tell it, too much passion These niggas be so extra unimpressive, I be laughing, my reaction be so priceless let me inside it, don't know you won't regret it uh, I'll pay it all for you, you want that cash or debit She want the bag, she wanted the cash, I gotta go get it Fuck up the budget, she don't got a limit She know that she winning, we in it, we get it, we up. up all night Sleep through the day, then we play all night 
Talk all night, touch all night, fuck all night Yeah, whatever you decide, I'm on your side You like it, I love it Oh, you thought it was a game, but it wasn't Girl, come again, somebody is stuck yeah, yeah, whatever you decide, I'm on your side. You like it, I love it. Oh, you thought it was a game, but it wasn't. Girl, come and get some of these thuggins. Say fuck your friends and cancel your plans. They'll be there in the morning. Hundred missed cars in the morning. Tryna find out what you don't want. We at my hip, ayy. Funny cause anything I touch make it flip, ayy 